Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes, a real play Call of Cthulhu RPG campaign using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson. Your investigators of the unknown are Matt Zelish as Daniel Williams. I'd like to apologize for the stereoscopic 3D incident last week. Uh, I would like to make note that it was only seven people who were seriously injured and not nine as the media is reporting. The other two are dead. And George Gallagher is Chuck Blaine. My mouth is full of popcorn. And Brian Johnson is sexy Samantha Sam Brewster. I'm suing you over that incident, young man. I said I was sorry. So how are we doing tonight? We're we're all recovered from that week-long gap that we didn't record? I feel remarkably the same as I did last episode. It's uncanny. It's almost like no time whatsoever has passed. It's almost like approximately an hour and ten minutes has passed. It, it, it has to be a different week because now I'm drinking uh, Brie of Avant's Tart Side of the Moon. Ooh, is it tart? I would say it's not as tart as I would like it. Is it Side of the Moon? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very dark, as you can see. I'm drinking Church Street Continental Lager from my beer of the month. How's that working for you? Good. So let's, uh, before we begin, let's take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Cutter Sane, and this Friday I'll be at your local bookstore signing copies of my latest novel, The Signs of the Time. It's a very personal story relating my early years growing up in Dunwich and teaching myself to write within the confines of the lonely black church where I was in prison, or lived... Thankfully, my words, placed within the correct order of the ancient ways and spoken aloud at midnight during the summer solstice, set me free. Now I'm able to roam the countryside under cover of darkness, visiting town to town, and meeting strange new folk like you. So if you'd like to stare unblinkingly at the pages of my new manuscript, just look to the skies and follow the plummeting asteroids which will point the way. Signed, Headshots Extra. And we're back. Gee, glad that's done with. Oh, that was awesome. Who wants to update us? Let's let's do somebody else different this time around. Chuck, Georgie, let us know what happened last week. Last week, we went to Stan's house, and that didn't go well. We tried to break in. Uh, the police were called on us, and we went to the police department, and they yelled at us. But we got away because we're amazing. And then we went to Jean St. Jean Valjean's house, and we managed to convince her to talk to us, and she said that she thinks that Stan's just out in Mexico, but we didn't believe that. And then we found some information, uh, an interview Stan did with someone, and he said that he was unhappy with Jean Valjean's involvement in something called the Church of Night, which we found out at the very end is some sort of weird, definitely not a reference to Scientology cult church sort of ordeal. So we just went to bed for the night and are preparing for another wonderful day as he... Uh... Before you were able to go to sleep and and actually depart, you found something interesting, didn't you, Sam? Yes, I found a flyer. And I'm going to flag down Daniel and show him the flyer. Look at look what I found. It's right here on the bus stop. Wait a minute. Didn't didn't um we read something in a magazine about uh, Stan being jealous about this guy having some sort of influence on Gene? You got it. So what? You saying that you want to actually go to this crackpot's uh, ceremony? Let's check it out. Do you have $10? Yeah. I was going to use it to buy beer, but we'll do this instead. Do you have $20? Maybe. Okay. You can cover my 
entry into the club. I say let's check it out. We can leave if it's nothing, if we're off base, we can leave. But if it's something, let, let's do this. Let's not tell the boss, though. Let's just go. Hop on the back of Brenda here, and we will head on now. Yes, to... I will. And just to clarify, Brenda is your motorcycle. Yeah. Brenda is the name of his, um, I thought his, it was his girlfriend. 518 Royal Enfield, <laughs> in case you actually wanted to know what he rode. Just to reiterate, it sounds as though Chuck is going back to his office to perhaps drink himself to sleep. Uh, Sam caught... Daniel, before he could leave on his motorbike. And wh- what is your guys' intent at this point? We are going to head over to the location on the flyer, pay our way in, and we are going to see what this Xander guy is really all about. There is a, a piece of information that you forgot. Can you look at the flyer that's uh, on the bus stop while we're right here? Yeah, where's that flyer at? It, it's pa- basically just pasted to the bus stop, and uh, you can take it with you if you want. You actually, once you poke around a little bit, you do find... There are many others. Okay, yeah, I'll take one with me. What is, I'd like to read it again. What does it say? The flyer essentially says, come on down, join. There's magic rituals every Friday night at midnight. Ten bucks cash at the door, and we'll show you all the dark mystery. You know what? I, I misread this. It's not till tomorrow night. Oh, well, in that case, we can uh, split up tomorrow night, leave Chuck at the door, and go check this out on our own. Should we mention it to the boss, or do you think the two of us would just investigate? Boss doesn't care. I don't know if it's possible for Chuck to stay up past, like, 9 o'clock. Okay, I'm like 56, I'm not 90, Jesus. Uh, we can definitely roll this by him tomorrow. Roll it by him? <laughs> See what you did there. Sponsor us, roll 20. Hashtag Matt sponsored. Hashtag we're desperate. Please sponsor us. We need the money. Especially Matt. Matt's turning to prostitution. It's getting ugly. Hey, don't tell me you don't want this bod. I will be happy to tell you that. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we should go to sleep. Sorry I got y'all worked up. Sam's always getting people worked up and not following through. You, uh, might want to hurry up. It looks like your bus might yes. be pulling up. All right. All right. I'll see you in the morning. See you, Sam. So Sam uh, catches the bus back to her small house. I need a really big net to catch a bus. Wow. It's a short bus for Sam. You do have a postcard, Sam. When you when you return, you do find a postcard from Katie. Yay. And it says that she believes she has found a position. Is it missionary? No, it's not. It's uh, essentially a, a junior librarian position in East Los Angeles, and she's seriously thinking about taking that position on a trial basis. That is phenomenal news. I'm very Sam excited. Sam and Katie sitting in a tree. S-C-I-Q. Wait, what, what? What time is it currently? It's about 9.30, 10 o'clock. Okay. I might call her tomorrow. Or you could call her Katie. That's her name. Yeah, but you don't know our pet names. So shut it. And you're not here in my apartment. So let me see. I want you to want me. Sam, I'm just going to take a peek at your character sheet here real quick. <whistles> Boom, chugga Sam, as you read the postcard, the handwritten lettering on the postcard almost looks like it's slightly glowing. Strange. Newfangled radium. A sort of strange phosphorescence that are tracing each of the letters in the handwritten letter. That's probably nothing. That doesn't seem significant. I would not do any further research into that. I'm going to um, follow the tracing with my finger. As you do, it's almost like you can hear Katie's voice in your head saying what is written. That is freaking cool. What is written? She's a witch! Burner. Does she float? <laughs> I was just thinking that. What else floats? Small rocks. The effect only lasts for maybe 20 seconds as you're tracing. You can sort of hear it, and then it, then it slowly fades away, and the phosphorescence dies. 
I hold the card to my chest. <laughs> then I get ready for bed. You turn in. Daniel, you hop on Brenda. Again, your motorcycle. <laughs> Tell me what you do. It's a little early for Dan, so he is going to motor on down to a nearby bar, pull in, and then go in and you know drink a couple of glasses of beer and just uh, hang out with the people that are there for a couple hours. All right. Anything you want to talk to them about, or what do you say, hang, hang out? I'm going to do a wee bit of questioning about this Church of Night and this uh, Xander Lenoir fella. See if anyone here knows anything about him. It's pretty well known that he is a very mysterious character. Not a lot's known about him. All you can find out is that he does get quite a lot of press in a lot of the lower-rung magazines. He is rumored to be some sort of sorcerer who knows magic spells. A lot of people start arguing at the bar, calling each other bullshit, and it's just a big publicity stunt kind of thing. And, you know, there's just a bunch of wackos here in in Hollywood, especially those actor types. They just seem to latch on to any half-brain, hair-brain scheme to get ahead. They just, you know, basically crawling all over each other to get ahead and uh, give away their money. That's kind of the tone that you're getting. Okay. In that case, Dan is going to finish up his drink, pay off his tab, and roll on home. Turn in for the night. Great. As you exit the bar, why don't you roll me a D100? 38. That's pretty good, actually. As you exit the bar, a little blurry eye after a couple beers, you hear a popping noise. And there's a blinding flash of light. By the time your sight can readjust, you see a green vehicle speeding away. Jesus. They really have, you know, flash bulbs the same equivalency as a small sun. I'm going to blink my eyes until the uh, stars disappear. And then I'm going to hop back on Brenda and uh, roll back to my place. It's nighttime. I think you'd want to blink your eyes till the stars appear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's Hollywood. The stars are always out. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hey, he said it, not me. I just wanted that officially on the court record. Low-hanging fruit. And so you uh, head back to your place, and the uh, door appears to be open. That's good. Great. Uh, I'm going to pull out my colt. Your horse? Turn off the safety and slowly uh, walk in, scanning back and forth. Why don't you give me a uh, spot hidden? I know how much you love to roll dice. I do. I really, really love rolling dice. All right. You needed a 45 or lower to get a five, so that is an extreme success. You do notice that it appears the lock has been professionally jimmied. Damn it, Jimmy. Whoever did it did a very nice job. They didn't leave any scratches on the lock, but it appears that there's nobody in your place. There is a piece of mail sitting prominently on your dining room table, and the light is on. Oh, boy. I'm going to uh, walk over and see just what that piece of mail is. And it appears to be the same piece of mail that was at Stan Brophy's house that you guys fished out of the door. The overdue gas bill. And it's addressed to you me? You guys should pay your gas bills. No, no, it's it's the exact same piece of mail. Oh, whoa. That uh, you left at Stan Brophy's house. Oh, boy. 
I was going to go to sleep, but after having someone break into my place and leave me a piece of mail of Stan Brophy's, I think instead I'm going to uh, roll on back up to the office, and when I get there, I'm going to attempt to see if the boss has uh, drunk himself to sleep yet or not. Do you guys think I live there? I have a home. In fact, I'm pretty sure I described it as a nice home. It, you did, but you had been there. No, no, it's 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 fine. Uh, we, you know, we just, uh, I think we established a while back that uh, uh, even though you do have a house that, you know, you do have a bottle there at the office and occasionally you like to fall asleep there. That sounds very uncomfortable. But you, you tell us. You guys think I'm such an alcoholic. I think I went to church and then <laughs> over to the soup kitchen. I went and read to some kids in the inner city. And then I went home and had a nice glass of warm milk and dozed off in my queen-sized bed. So, you know, suck on that. How you like them apples? He's turned over a new leaf. Or I may have also just gone home and gone to bed. I can't remember which one. I'm going to shack up in the office for the night because I'm not quite sure how safe I feel sleeping in my house after I know that someone has gotten in. That's fine. You uh, fall asleep at your desk. No problem. Chuck, you went home, had a nice warm glass of milk thought about going to church this Sunday for the first time in a week or months or months anyway. <laughs> or years for the first time in a long time you actually feel relatively content not haunted by the memories of the thin man or the weird voice coming from the shower or running water you're feeling pretty good feeling pretty good there's um as you drift off though there's a sensation that there's somebody in the house Oh, no, that's just the ketamine kicking in. Don't worry about that. For some reason, it's not an unpleasant sensation. I have a ghost fetish. You drift off very comfortably. Actually, you drift off with a smile on your face. Aw, good for me. Friday morning dawns. Sam. Dawns. What do you do? I wake up, drag a comb across my head, get dressed just like I do every morning. A little bit earlier, though, today. And on my way to work, I'm going to stop at the payphone. And make a call to Kate. She answers. Yes. Kate? Your Belinda Library. Guess who? Colonel Mustard in the parlor with the rope. Oh. Oh, hi. Hi. I got your postcard. I I was thinking about you last night. I know. I was lying in bed, and it felt like you were holding me to your chest. I was. I got your postcard. I can't believe it. Tell me about the job. Well, it's uh, it's in East Los Angeles. Okay. They they just had an opening. They're, they're actually growing by leaps and bounds, so they decided to take on an assistant. And I happen to know that the standing librarian is due for retirement in about five years, so they're going to need someone. Fantastic. It's, it's not much. It's actually... A step down pay-wise. Okay. But I would be much closer to you. That would be fantastic. I will need some help moving my stuff, though. Not a problem. You let me know when and I'll be there. Sam, you should probably let her know I pay you $1 a week. I'm on the phone. Can you keep it down, sir? Sorry, there's a homeless person here. He's drinking warm milk and feeding the homeless as well. (laughs) The homeless feeding the homeless. (laughs) It's the Republican way. (laughs) Well, um, I'm actually uh, going to be heading in uh, next Monday for the final interviews. We had some phone conversations. Okay. But I I think I'm pretty much a shoo-in, so I'll I'll be in town uh, next Monday. Do you want to get dinner? Yes, I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. Are you able to stay a night or two, or do you have to get right back? I I probably should get back. Uh, There's not a whole lot going on there, so, you know, maybe I could stay at night. Okay. We'll we'll play it by ear and see how it goes. Okay. We'll we'll think of an early dinner, then, in case you do have to drive. Okay. Anything but Italian. Okay. We can have Mexican. I, I heard that's good if you turn it all the way up. 
Yeah, it is. They have the best fish tacos. I hear they have some really nice taco fish as well. Yeah, I'm not into that. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'll, I will see you Monday then. You've made my day. Have a good week. You as well. Bye. Now I'm whistling and singing all the way to work. <laughs> Being followed around by some guy in a car playing I'm Walking on Sunshine the whole way there. I hope it's not the green car. That's what follows you everywhere. What can I say? I am a movie star. I have my paparazzi. Daniel, you wake up in the office. Unfortunately, you wake up just as you're tipping over in your chair and you fall again. <laughs> How many points of damage? <laughs> How many points of shame? I'm going to jump up off the floor, make look around, make sure nobody saw me, put the chair back up, and I'm going to head over to the kitchen and start brewing a very large pot of coffee. And uh, you do notice that you kind of reek a little bit, too? I guess I should probably take a shower as well. We do have full facilities here, do we not? Mm-hmm. We have a hose in the back. So I'm going to take a, take a shower and change into a spare set of clothes I keep in the back while the coffee is going. Sounds good. Let's switch over to Chuck. You wake up maybe 15 minutes later than you ordinarily would. But you, f- you feel great. Okay, I'm going to do my uh, do my two hours of praying. Go feed stray kittens. That should put me at about 4 a.m. No, I'll get up. I suppose I should be presentable. Take a shower and whatnot. And then head to the office. Reluctantly. The first thing you notice is it uh, looks like Daniel's already there. His motorcycle Brenda's parked out front. Uh, I'll head in. All right, you walk in and you notice the front door is... Not locked. Is there anything amok? There's no sign that someone broke in or anything. There's no papers thrown around or anything. It's just you you go to open the door and it, it opens right up. It's not locked. Do I know where Daniel is? Is he? I mean, do I hear a shower running? Do I see him? You walk in. You smell coffee is the first thing you smell. And you hear running water coming from the shower. Tiptoe naked behind him and ask if he can hand me a towel. This is the 50s, so if I flush the toilet, it's going to burn him. <laughs> Thanks a lot, you jerk. Roll for a toilet flush burning. You go to the uh, toilet to flush it, and you hear a voice that is not Daniel's coming from the shower. And it says, Chuck, don't you remember? And then you wake up in bed. Damn it, now I have to get ready again. And you don't feel refreshed. You feel very tired. I'll get ready. Again, get in the car. Again, drive to here. Again, and then go in the front door again. You get a sense of deja vu because as you pull up, you see Brenda, Daniel's motorcycle, parked outside. All right, I'm going to pull out a top and I'm going to spin it. And if it topples, I know I'm still dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go in. The door is locked. Okay, I'll unlock the door and then go in. You unlock the door, you smell coffee, and you hear running water. Why don't you give me a sanity roll? You need a 60 and you roll the 60. You feel very unnerved that you hear and see basically the same thing with just minor changes to your experience but then you hear daniel whistling in the shower i'll just go to my office and wait for them there is some fresh coffee brewing i'll go spin the coffee oh lordy evil so after about 15 minutes daniel you finish up your shower and get dressed and as you are tucking in your shirt daniel into a you know nice set of clean clothes sam walks in so all three of you are there now oh man i missed it now you still have a chance to spit in the coffee if you want though good morning good morning how'd everybody sleep I think something weird happened last night. So I uh, went out to a bar after you and me split Sam, had a couple of drinks, see if I was, I was trying to see if I could find anything out about this uh, Xander guy. No one was particularly useful. A lot of the, the usual, it's a celebrity trend, everyone's hopping on to be a part of it kind of thing. Okay. But when I left the bar, I was temporarily blinded by a very interesting vehicle. It was a Seafone Green 1953 Chevy 150 Club Coupe. Like, I mean, like, blinded, like, flashbulb in my eyes. Huh. And I uh, caught the tail end of it as it peeled away. 
and that's actually the second time I have seen that car. Once before, it was sitting outside of our offices when I left. Strange. It, it gets worse from there. I went back to my apartment, and someone had jimmied the lock open, and they did a really damn good job at it, too. If it wasn't my place, I would have been downright impressed. It wasn't me. On my dining room table, this was sitting there, and I'm going to pull out the envelope and show it to him. It's the exact same overdue gas bill from Brophy's place, addressed to him and everything. So somebody's following us. Somebody's keeping tabs on us. That seems to be the case. That's like a threat. Or they just really want anyone to pay the bill. To not allow me to pay my gas bill? It's either a threat or they're telling, giving us some ideas as to what to follow up on. Oh, that's interesting. It's actually a clue. Right. We want to open this up and see if it is actually a bill and not... It's, it's yours now. Because it might say it's a gas bill, but we haven't actually looked inside. I assumed you'd looked inside the first time. It wasn't my mail. Uh, opening someone else's mail is a federal offense. Oh, yeah, because we've not ever committed crimes. <laughs> of course not. Not when the police are watching. Don't make me a higher new employee's role. I'm going to pop that envelope open and see what it contains. Pull out my switchblade and just use it like a, a letter opener right across the top. You slice it open and pull out a piece of paper upon which uh, there's some writing in the back. Since I am old enough to be able to read, what does that writing say? It says very clearly, better luck next time, gumshoes. Oh, boy. All right, Jeremy, you're from the 50s. What does that mean? <laughs> He's not from the 50s. I think our friendly neighborhood cops broke into my place last night and uh, are messing with us. Huh. I hold up the, rotate the paper around and show them the writing around on the back. So we need to get that officer to write something for us so we can compare the handwriting and then bust these Quick, fuckers. George, go get a ticket for public indecency. Just strip down and run back and forth in front of the police station. That's not indecent. That's very decent. <laughs> Interesting. So you think it's the police that's do that are doing this? I mean, the lock looked professionally jimmied open. Are police professional lockpickers? I mean, the dude has been a detective for some time. You think he would have picked that up? He did make a comment about, like, in the new locks. Yeah. Mm, it's possible. I don't think anyone else has called us gum shoes. Mm. My shoes are perfectly clean, thank you. <laughs> All right, no so here's, I think, me. what we should do. We should invent the security camera. And install them in your house. Let me just use my time machine. I'll, I'll go forward. Okay, so we invent the time machine to then invent <laughs> the security cameras to then install them in your house. But what should we really do? We've already invented GPS, so... Okay, so we invent the GPS to invent the time machine to invent the security cameras to install them in your house. I mean, we can't just run up and accuse the guy of breaking into my place. I don't have any hard evidence. Yeah, I think they were just rubbing our noses in it. Just to be asses. Yeah, I don't really know if there's actually that much to really look into this. No. You might want to get your locks changed. I was planning on doing that later. Maybe set up a bucket with some water in it over the door. Or the shotgun trigger pull. We'll find out real quick who it is. I was going to go the home alone route and just put a bunch of matchbox cars on the floor. They walk in just whoop, right onto their backs. Just put Legos, man. They'll be done for. Are we still planning on heading down to the library and doing some research into Xander and his church of night? Yeah, that's that sounds good. Do you want to tell the, the boss yeah, about yeah. that uh, flyer? Check out this flyer I found uh, by the bus stop. What is it? Guess who? Xander Lenoir is having an event this evening at midnight. Midnight? That's my prime church donation soup kitchen hour. Oh, boo-hoo. I talked with Daniel. He and I are thinking of going this evening to uh, to have a look around, see what it's all about, and uh, maybe get some information. What do you think? Can you guys handle this without screwing it up? Yes. Can you? Yes. Can you? Okay, no. But I'll try <laughs> really hard. 
I think I should go with you. You want to go with us? No, but I think I should. We could use the time machine to time travel forward to invent the GoPro, and then we could just take one of those in with us and film the whole thing. I'm not sure if it's your scene, sir. I think I'll just go with you. Are you sure you can stay up that late, boss? Well, we'll find out. All right, let's head to the library. We're taking your car, sir, or is it within walking distance? It's probably within a good walk. All right. So we walked there, and then we used the hell out of this library. I'm going to go to the newspaper archives, see what I can find of when this when this church was founded and um, any other big names that come up associated with it. George, we already know you failed, so you don't have to worry about anything. Daniel, are you? tell me what you're doing, and then you can roll. You know what? I think I'm going to follow Sam into the newspaper archives, see if I can't help her find anything interesting down there, although I highly doubt it. Okay, in that case, uh, Sam, you roll and take a plus two. All right. So the investigation over the couple hours up until lunchtime, let's say, reveals nothing more about the Church of Night than what you already know. As a matter of fact, it seems like perhaps it is a relatively young organization that does not wish to be written about in an official capacity. I wonder if we should go talk to the author of this article and see if he knows any more information before tonight, just so we can get our ducks in a row. I'm thinking what if we try to find like official paperwork, whether it's a founding of a company or the rental of the facility and see if can get a real name because I'm just going on a gut feeling here. That Xander Lenoir, you don't think is his real name? He forgot the A and the L and the E. I mean, they're obviously putting on a show of sorts tonight, right. so maybe there's some sort of paperwork trail from that we can dig. Let's see if we can go down to like a county records. City Hall, here we come. Do we have a, I'm sorry, do we have an address for the place? Yes, the address is 1161 West 27th Street. Is there any indication, is that like the a home for them or is this like a traveling thing? I don't know if it would say any sort of thing like that. Yeah, I think, uh, well, it's, it's in the West Adams neighborhood you do know that it is kind of like a regular neighborhood uh maybe some of the properties there are a bit older la they are larger properties so it's not suburbia there's actually a a little bit of acreage involved all right so let's go to a county clerk and see if we can pull a deed for this address we want to split and have uh, either one of us or two of us go and snoop out that address. Yeah, let's do that. Why don't you guys go do that? Okay. I'll do this. Sounds good. Okay, let's go, Sam. No, actually, I don't trust you guys. Why don't me and Sam go to the place and Dan, you go pull the deed on this. Okay, boss. You got it. All right. All right. So let's take care of uh, Daniel first. Hop on your motorbike and travel to City Hall. Maybe you take some nice uh, taco fish into the City Hall. Uh, <laughs> what is that smell? Mm, gotta love those taco fish. I'm going to head up to the main desk. Sitting there is going to be uh, an old friend of mine. Her name is uh, Jeannie Simmons. She was uh, the wife of one of my platoon buddies. Well, Daniel, it's nice to see you again. Hey, Jeannie. Um, what you been up to, hon? Been working the private investigator circuit, actually. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Yeah, good times. A lot of uh, digging into those celebrities, making sure none of them are uh, red. Oh, who do you know? Who do you know? Uh, well, I, I'm going to lean in close. I'm not supposed to really say a whole lot, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. we're currently working for Alfred Hitchcock. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's my favorite director. Apparently, one of his guys went missing, and uh, we are put oh in charge God. of figuring out what happened to him. Oh, my God. This just sounds like one of his movies. So we're digging into something called The Church of Night. I don't know if you've heard of them. The, oh, of course. That Xander guy. a copy of Confidential and Wags it. I've heard all about him. It looks like they're having an event down at 113 West 22nd Street, I believe it is. 
Every Friday night. Uh, is there some sort of deed for that property or hmm. some some sort of official paperwork they might have had to file for this event? We're trying to figure out just a little bit of more, more about these guys, and we have a hunch that a name like Xander Lenoir may not actually be the guy's real name. Oh, hmm. well, let me take a look. Come on back. And she leads you back to some stacks and uh, some file folders. And uh, you guys leaf through, maybe shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow. Daniel, you're such a whore. I'm sorry. It seems like she's purposely leaning in towards you as she's flipping through the file folders. So, uh, is it interesting working at City Hall? No, it's a bore. I tell you what, I can't wait to get out of here at noon and, you know, maybe go have a little martini. Nude martini, yeah. Sounds like a lovely, lovely afternoon ritual. A nude martini? (laughs) Breaks up the afternoon for sure. Tell you what, if you find me something helpful down here, uh, mm-hmm. you and I can split out of here at noon and go grab some lunch. Well, looky here. Here's the folder right here. <laughs> and she hands it over to you. Wow, that was rather fast. I aim to please. You did good. This should definitely be helpful to our uh, investigation. Well, I'm just going to pop in the back room and uh, powder my nose. Okay, I will. Uh, I'll be waiting. See you in a minute. And she flounces away. Okay, while I'm waiting for her to powder her nose, I want to take a peek into this file and see just what we have discovered. He jumps out, Brenda, and drives away. <laughs> see ya! I'm a gentleman. So it is. Uh, it looks like to be a maybe four-acre lot. Pretty good for downtown L.A. It is an aging West Adams neighborhood that you know it used to be something maybe 10 years ago, but it's sort of gone downhill a little bit. And you can see that uh, they probably got this property for a song. It is an old aging Italianate mansion. It's not an Italian mansion? No, Italianate. There are some other residents around, but the uh, the land diagram basically shows you that they've got some extra acreage so that they could put up uh, perimeters uh, between other residences. It is actually deeded to the Church of Night. There are some unintelligible scrawls at the bottom, and you do see uh, Xander Lenoir is printed underneath one of those scrawls. Damn. Does it have any kind of information on the date they acquired the property? Like a bill of sale? Yeah, it was approximately three years ago. Okay. I'm going to close that file folder up and make sure that I hang on to it so I can take it back to the office. How are you going to hang on to it? With his hands. I know this one. Now that you have a lunch date. I'm going to drop it into the saddlebag on the side of my bike before we uh, head off. Stick it in Brenda. You walk out of the city hall with the folder and pop it into the back of Brenda. And just as you close your saddlebag, out flounces the young lady. Whose name is? Jean Simmons. I'm going to uh, wave my hand up. Hey, I'm over here, Jeannie. I'm coming, hon. And she jumps straight on the back of your bike. So, I know this really great Mexican place that has the greatest taco fish, if you're uh, up for that. I love taco fish. It's called Rojo something. Something (laughs) Rojo. It's Rojo Mexican Bistro. As you pull away, uh, she grabs tightly to your midsection and uh, hugs you the entire way. Cut back to Sam and Chuck. Hey, Miss Katie. I prefer Chuck and Sam. Has a nice ring. Um, we are driving to 13113 West 22nd Street, Four Acre Lot, West Adams neighborhood three years ago, brought the property. So you pull up to the address and you see something that's a little ominous. This is clearly the right address. Uh, it is a old Italian style mansion, but it's painted entirely black. The grounds are kind of dead grass 
Although the bushes seem to be quite nice. The shrubberies are delightful. Shrubbery. Good. We'll have to bring one to somebody later. And get the herring. And in the driveway is a black Jaguar XK140. Gleaming. No bird shit on that one. Nope. Not a single one. It seems like, even though it's a beautiful, sunny California afternoon, there is like a pall hanging over this place. Hmm. Paul who? Bunyan. (laughs) Damn it, Paul. Go home. Just like an air of darkness. Damn it, Ozzy. Go home. If there's a car in the driveway, we probably don't want to go poking around. Right. I think we have two options. We can just leave, or we can sort of just stake it out. I'm all for staking it out, boss. I'm very curious as to what's going on here. Let's stake it out. Commence stake out. What is it you're looking for? Why don't you park across the street, and I'm just going to do a walk around the block. And just kind of take a look and see what I see as we go. I'll grab us some coffees on the way back. Sam, this is a residential neighborhood, so there are no coffee shops nearby. Oh, I'm not going to get us any coffee. But you can certainly walk around the block if you like. Yeah, I'm going to walk around the block. And do what? Uh, Look at the houses, see if if I see any neighbors out in the yard or what the neighborhood looks like. Well, the neighborhood looks like aging, uh, old Hollywood homes, bungalows, that type of thing. This particular house is much larger and Mm -hmm. more ornate, maybe a little gaudy even. Painting it entirely black is even worse, maybe. Any neighbors out in the yard or anything? You don't really see much. Um, It's midday right now. Probably folks are at work. But why don't you go ahead and give me a listen roll? I was hoping to talk to some neighbors. I listen hard. You're about halfway around, just sort of looking at the house. You see... A bird land on a fence that surrounds the mansion. Okay. It is immediately struck by lightning and killed. We're not quite to a cliffhanger yet. A pigeon alights on the fence and kind of looks at you, cockeyed, and then starts chirping a little bit. You hear a low growl coming from the other side of the fence. Sounds like a dog. And just as you think that, a very large German shepherd leaps up and snatches the pigeon down. And you hear it squawking for a second. Holy crap. And then chomping sounds. And then it's all quiet again. Damn it, Fritz. Yeah, what were the dog's names? It's not in the wiki. One of them was Fritz. Maybe. I didn't think this was going to be I wonder if she's here. I'm going to go back to the car. Hey, boss, I think St. James might be here. Why? I was walking around the block and I heard a growl and I looked over just in time to see a a German shepherd jump up and, and literally rip this bird off the fence and I assume ate it as I, the noises I heard. I mean, there's a lot of German shepherds in the world. But what's the coincidence between her with hers at her house? This German shepherd did appear to be quite a bit larger than the others. Okay. So at St. James. Hey, boss, never mind. I'm going to roll to hire new employees now. I'm just going to keep walking until I find a coffee shop. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Several hours later. Seems like a normal neighborhood, boss. There's nobody out. They're probably all at work. I guess we could sit for a little bit and see if anybody comes and goes, but I I doubt anything's going to happen until later. You want to get some food? Let's go see what that other idiot's doing. You don't have to call yourself an idiot, sir. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's a masochism thing. So we'll drive to... The county building or the city hall, whatever it was? It'd be city hall, yeah. So you drive to city hall. It appears to be closed. There's a sign on the door that says, uh, back in an hour. The entire city hall of Los Angeles is closed (laughs) because the lady went to lunch. The records, the records room. Just the records room, yes. All right, well, let's go back to the office then and get lunch or something. Okay, sounds good. Cliffhanger. Will they get lunch or not? Will they get taco fish? Daniel, you have a very nice catch-up with uh, your friend, Jeans Simmons. Let's get physical. Put her in the wiki. 
She does have two martinis with lunch and, of course, expects you to pick up the bill. And I guess I will pick up the bill for her then. Pick it up and hand it right to her. (laughs) (laughs) And then run out. I forgot something on my motorcycle. I'll be right back. (laughs) She is getting a little bit tipsy, but uh, she sort of, you know, looks at her, glances at her watch. She's like, oh, I got to get back. Well, it was a nice lunch. Tell you what, I will uh, give you a ride back to City Hall. A ride sounds really good. <laughs> On the back of my motorcycle. Yes, yes, Brenda. Uh, you take her back to City Hall, and she teeters a little bit, getting off the back of the motorcycle. As she turns to go back into City Hall, she turns back to you and says, uh, So, uh, what are you doing uh, tonight? Uh, well, I was going to see a certain uh, Xander Lenoir about dark magic. She rolls her eyes. Not you, too. It's for the investigation, I swear. We're just, uh, we think he might have something to do with the disappearance. And, uh, right. since he seems to be such a private guy. Sounds like a bore to me. Well, give me a call when you're not so boring. And she goes back inside. <laughs> Jesus. She's going to be disappointed. I mean, I had a really fun-filled night planned. We're going to go play some bingo. Get the, uh, four o'clock dinner special at Denny's. Maybe go do some shuffleboard. Sounds great to me. All of those. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to uh, roll on uh, back to the office with that file. You roll on back to the office. There is uh, Chuck's car, and they're there. I'm going to park Brenda, grab the file out of the saddlebags, and head on up to the office. Walking in. So, uh, I got the file we needed. I'm going to throw it down on the uh, on a desk. So, what is in it? As far as I can tell, they rented the property three years ago approximately it's a four four acre lot i can't quite read the signature but his name xander lenoir is stamped on the bottom i mean it's not anything super importante i guess we wait for tonight then unless you guys have any other ideas i think that's our best bet we're burning right through these leads and just then cliffhanger oh man i totally forgot to pay my gas bill Or somebody else's, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Since we're stuck waiting, I'm going to uh, head on out, guys. I need to replace the lock on my front door. Uh, Good idea. Do you need any help? You know anything about locksmithing? I know about picking them. Not very well, but I know about picking them. Uh, I'm just going to roll out to a a hardware store and grab a new set of locks for my front door and then head on back to my apartment and put those suckers on. Don't forget to tell your landlord. Good idea. I'm going to get the uh, new fangled locks that Sam couldn't pick just for safety. Shut up. That transpires with no problems? Picked it. (laughs) The rest of the afternoon dwindles without incident. Daniel, you get your locks replaced. I'd also like to install those security cameras we recently invented with the help of our time machine. <laughs> Sam and Chuck, you basically catch up on some paperwork and wait wait out until evening. Pretty soon it's evening. Daniel has returned back to the office. Midnight's maybe a couple hours away. All right. I assume you grab some food someplace. Yeah. Anyone up for taco fish? So what's our game plan, guys? I want to... Make sure if we get separated that we... Are we going to meet somewhere? Probably at the car would make the most sense. At a certain time. Do we want to go in as a group or do we want to all go in individually so we can... Let's go in in a line. Who's got the Who's got the best stealth? I think that would be Sam. Who's got the ten dollars that I need to get in? Sam, what's your stealth? Uh, forty. I almost want you to stay outside. Stay outside and observe. Look, if you don't want to pay for me, I can pay my own way in. I, Sam, I literally pay for everything that you've ever done. I'm your boss. Not everything I've done. I wonder if we could maybe try to find a way into the backyard. I I don't know if that's a good idea with that dog back there. We'll buy a T-bone steak on the way. Problem solved. <laughs> there goes my ten dollars. <laughs> 
I'm up for whatever, boss. I still think we should have one man on the outside. Yeah. I'll hang out on the outside. If uh, Sam has the best stealth, she might be able to sneak into the back while they're doing their presentation. Okay, let's do that. Well, if Daniel stay outside, me and Sam will go in and Sam will see if she can try to sneak somewhere inside the facility. Oh, I'll sneak in. Left cheek sneak in. <laughs> hey. So you guys all pile into the vehicle and drive to the location. Daniel stays in the car. Chuck and Sam, you do notice that there are a few individuals already clustered up towards the door. Hmm. Waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. It's shortly before midnight. I guess we'll just file in line. You approach the door and you see that a lot of folks have chosen to dress in dark clothing, but they appear to be very well dressed. And you're not quite sure in the gloom, but it seems like maybe you've seen these faces somewhere before. And then... At exactly midnight, the front doors swing inward on creaking hinges. And standing there is an imposing figure cloaked head to toe in black robes and a cowl. Beyond him, the interior of the house is completely dark, obscuring all details. His voice intones, All those who would learn the secrets of the night, enter. And he beckons you into the house. And that's what we're going to call it. We did it. What do you guys think so far? I'm excited to find out what this Church of the Night is about. Any thoughts? Yeah, any thoughts of what's going on? It could be anything. I mean, they're the inventors of goth, it sounds like. I'm pretty sure that they're going to sell us a timeshare. (laughs) (laughs) Our next segment is called Recommendos, uh, where we recommend things for this week. And we'll start with Brian. What's your recommendation? I have this wonderful microphone that we're using right now. This is the first time, or second, second, second week using it, but it's phenomenal. It's the Blue Yeti. It is a phenomenal microphone. So many features. Such would great you say sound. it's the official microphone of the Lovecraft tapes? Please. Sponsor I think us? I think it would be hashtag no sponsor. Great features, well rounded. Everybody should have one. I, I concur. I think that. We all love it. I like it because it's really heavy and uh, stays where it's supposed to. How about you, George? What's your recommendation for this week? I saw Arrival, which is with uh, Amy Adams and uh, Jeremy Renner. It was not my genre of movie at all. I do not like sci-fi, but it was a very good movie. I was pleasantly surprised. It's a good uh, philosophical outlook on on the modern times. It's well worth it. It's kind of a mindfuck too, isn't it? (laughs) A little bit. Right at the end there, you're like, uh... Dude, spoilers. There's a, a tinge of Inception in there. It's like it keeps you thinking like, oh my God, okay, so where does this It's not as stupid back? as the Inception cliffhanger with the top wobbling, but there's a little more closure than that. Hey, Matt, what's yours? <laughs> I don't want to hear anymore. All right, that's right. I didn't know you didn't see it yet. I haven't seen it. Yeah, Matt, what's your recommendation? This week, I'm I'm coming at you with something that I've been really excited for and is really close to me. I grew up playing a lot of video games, but the games that I spent the most time on were the Tycoon games. Lemonade stands, malls, and I know George is with me on this, but probably the, the best one out there were the Roller Coaster Tycoon series. And uh, the company that made the Roller Coaster Tycoon 3, Frontier Development, just came out with a spiritual successor called Planet Coaster. It is an absolutely incredible game. You can do anything you want in that. You can build a park. If you're a creative type, you can literally go in and piece by piece build a giant castle if that's what you wish. Fully featured coaster editor that makes it's a, lets you do a lot of really fun stuff. And if you're like me and you're not super creative, you can just hop onto the Steam Workshop and download work from other people who are much better than you and, you and use that in your park instead. 
And as a special bonus for all of you people listening out there, as I'm speaking, I built you guys a very special park called Podcastia, and it is being uploaded to the Steam Workshop as we speak. So if you want to get a little bit of a glimpse of what you can do with Planet Coaster, feel free to download the park. And I left a little bit of open space for you guys in there. So uh, go ham with it and show me what you can do. Very nice. My recommendation for this week is uh, another movie. I really enjoy anthology movies, and I really enjoy horror anthology movies like Creepshow and We didn't know uh, that. Trick or Treat, that sort of thing. And there is one on uh, Netflix. It's called Southbound. It's four basic tales of horrific things happening of people sort of trapped in situations and places that they weren't expecting and it's gory they all they all sort of intertwine and connect in some fashion i really enjoyed it it's uh it's a pretty creepy tale of isolation and just being faced with the unavoidable so southbound i highly recommend that if you're into gory stuff i did want to give a shout out to a new podcast that i'm listening to called dead last podcast and again it's Horror reviews, that sort of thing. Uh, these guys are pretty funny. Just a couple schmoes who drink too much and review horror movies in a very bombastic manner. They tend to go off off kilter quite a bit, but it's it's very entertaining listen. So this week I would like to just give a shout out to a brand new subscriber who I believe subscribed this morning, Mister Nice Guy three two one eight three. Cheers to you, buddy. Thank you. Also Reddit, uh, we did have a poor bastard again today who. Wanted Wanted to watch us because of technical issues and his work schedule. He couldn't watch us today, but I did want to give him a shout out. His uh, username on Reddit is Swords to Plowshares, and uh, he seems like a nice guy. So that's it for this episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Feel free to send comments to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Please subscribe on iTunes, Google Music, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Meanwhile, you can find us at thelovecrafttapes.com and on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. Also, interact with us on reddit.com slash r slash thelovecrafttapes. You can find my fiction on Amazon. Just search for Jeremy E. Johnson or... Sheila Helsing, Demon Huntress. I'm also on Twitter at Boomstick Brew. And if anyone is a fan of having fun building roller coasters and whatnot, show me what you can do at the Real Weird Kid on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at uh, at Jeff. Just Jeff. <laughs> There's probably somebody who's at at Jeff. J E F. You can tweet me on my twit at Sam underscore Brewster too. That's gonna do it for us this evening. Uh, hope you have a lovely, lovely week. Bye. Bye. Bye Thank you. Have a bad week. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Lovecraft Tapes.